You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Scott Johnson, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Clark Material Handling. Lyft trucks have powered supply chain operations and warehouses all over the world, but the first forklift got rolling a century ago right here in the USA from Clark Equipment. But after 100 years of operation, how does a company like Clark adapt to the changing demands of the supply chain industry to stay relevant and innovative in the 21st century? Scott Johnson, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Clark, shares some of his observations on the past 100 years and takes a peek at the next 100 to come. Welcome to the special Promat 2017 edition of the Inbound Logistics Podcast. We're here with Scott Johnson, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Clark Material Handling, which also happens to be celebrating their 100th anniversary. Scott, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you all uh, coming by and spend some time with us. Scott, this is uh, Keith Biondo, publisher of Inbound Logistics. Uh, appreciate the fact that you're uh, spending some time with us, as, as Jeff said. The interesting thing is is that Clark is 100 years old, and uh, Thomas Publishing is more than 100 years old. So I thought I'd get your perspective on a couple of things. Uh, what, it, what does it mean to be a company that's facing the future and all the challenges, and has been around that long? But before we get to that, I'd like to ask a little bit about your personal background. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I've been with Clark for 20 years, based out of Lexington, Kentucky, which is where our North American headquarters is. I'm a graduate of the University of Kentucky, home of the Wildcats. Didn't do too well in the tournament this year, but that's another story. And I've uh, worked at Clark in a number of roles. I've served as an aftermarket regional sales manager. I've sold uh, new equipment for our company as a regional sales manager. I've been our training manager. I've served as the global branding marketing manager. I worked in our dealer development group and then most recently was uh, promoted to Vice President of Sales and Marketing. So in Lexington, in the Sales and Marketing Group, we have about 22, 23 folks that are very narrowly focused on interacting with our dealers, uh, making sure that they're taken care of, uh, obviously sales responsibility and marketing responsibility, but ensuring that our dealers and end users have a good experience with the Clark brand. And I find that uh, very enjoyable. And, and yes, we are turning 100 years old uh, this year. You know, it's interesting, Clark as a company was founded in 1903 in Buchanan, Michigan, and the company was very well known for producing components for the railroad industry, drill bits, circular saw blades, and in 1903, uh, Eugene Clark set us on a path that we, we're, we're still working on today. In 1917, the workers at our Buchanan factory grew tired of carrying bulk material around inside the factory. So on their own, they came up with what is widely accredited as the first forklift. And it was not for sale to the general public, but was for use inside the factories. And as folks would come through and, and tour our facility, they would say, we'd like one or two of those too, please. So Eugene Clark, being a, a consummate business professional, light bulb went off. And, and so in 1917, we formed the industrial truck division. And today, we're the last remaining remnant of Clark Equipment Company that is still manufacturing the products that it originally started out doing. So we're so very, very proud of that. And in May of this year, May 17th of this year, we will celebrate 100 years in the material handling industry. And we're hosting a party in Lexington. We'll have about 400 folks come in. Uh, we'll have representatives from uh, Asia, from Europe, Australia, and of course, North America as well. So that will be a, a big birthday party, if you will. We have a lot of events planned, 
along with the uh, birthday, we're going to do product launches and celebrate some new product for the North American market. So Clark is truly an American story. You talk about the reshoring of our, of our industry, you talk about the reshoring of American manufacturing. We are a textbook case for that. Uh, in Lexington, Kentucky today, we manufacture six products uh, completely and we will have some very exciting announcements in the, in the coming months uh, uh, that relates back to even more manufacturing coming back to the United States. So the products we build here can compete with anyone in the world. We make high quality products. We've got great workforce in central Kentucky. Uh, so, so this is a great spot to build lift trucks. As we like to say, we're an American brand driven around the world and we're very, very proud of what we do. That is a, a truly inspiring and amazing uh, story. Uh, the fact that the workers who just wanted to take it a little bit easier came up with a product that drives and helps to drive our readers and listeners' supply chains today is truly an astounding uh, Supply story. chain management back in 1903 and 1917 probably wasn't as sophisticated as we see it today, but it was, uh, nonetheless, it was just as important. Obviously, it looked a little bit different. Uh, today's lift trucks and today's end users have a much higher expectation for uh, logistics and uh, fleet management and it is changing the way we, uh, we build lift trucks. It's changing the way we integrate lift trucks into warehouse management uh, and it is truly uh, evolving technology as we, as we look around the ProMet show, look at all the number of manufacturers of lift trucks that are here and at the same time look at all the number of companies here that represent different technologies. It's become the norm, if you will, in, in our industry as it relates to lift trucks. You know, Scott, that's so true. We, uh, uh, we listen to our readers and many of them are facing something which we term supply chain impatience. Uh, and that's really been driven by the performance uh, delivery expectations driven by folks like Amazon and the consumer market. That's kind of rippled over into the industrial and commercial uh, realm and that drives a lot of expectations certainly for many of our readers and, and many of their partners in their uh, value chain. How does Clark help them to master those challenges? What are these new technologies or, or the new ways which lift trucks and, and uh, the fleets are being managed today that, that can help folks step up to that uh, demand for supply chain and patience? There's, there, there's a number of different ways. Uh, the products themselves have become more sophisticated uh, you mentioned an Amazon world, that, that is a true statement. Um, you're shipping more packages, but they're smaller. So you need trucks that are able to run longer. They don't have to lift quite as much weight as they used to. It's interesting, when you went into a, a traditional warehouse environment years ago, you had four, five, and 6,000 pound electric trucks. And that was the dominant makeup of what a, of a distribution center looked like. Today, uh, because we're shipping more product but in smaller quantities, smaller packages, you want trucks that have higher throughput and they don't have to be able to carry near, near the loads. What is important is where is the truck so that the operator can monitor where the truck is in the warehouse and runtime. Can you get me a runtime that will enable that truck to stay out on the floor handling packages versus either going through a battery change uh, or some type of, of recharge application. You mean like a full shift or like, something? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To, to honestly, in today's environment, um, a full shift is the norm. Uh, you're looking for trucks that will exceed what has traditionally been defined as 
uh, a, a, a single full shift. We're, we're looking more towards shift and a half, two shifts with um, onboard opportunity charging or uh, onboard rapid charging. It's, it's very similar technology, but that's... I'm, 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 uh, can you please explain what onboard... Sure, yeah. sure. So you would want a truck that has uh, the battery system, the electronic system, and the controller system that empowers a, an operator when they go on a 15-minute break or a 30-minute lunch break. They're plugging that truck up during that break period and you're recovering a lot of that a lot of that battery time a certain percentage of that battery time during those very brief normal stops during the day that enables a, a warehouse manager to eliminate the need for a, an additional battery or to eliminate uh, break time or or shift change times where they're where they're pulling a battery out and putting another so battery in. So what you're in. saying is you're optimizing your labor force in addition to your equipment. That's a much better way of saying it. Yes, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's a much better way of saying it. And, and there, there's other intrinsic value to that. Uh, you don't you you run the risk of or you reduce the risk of injuries while people are changing batteries out. Um, you eliminate uh, downtime when an operator's not on the floor, they're out changing the battery out, that's not productivity time, so that, that's a big deal. So yeah, the way you've said it is great. And then the warehouse management piece is critically important. Being able to track where a lift truck is in the warehouse, uh, being able to track individual operator performance, being able to track individual truck performance, uh, being able to track where a specific package is within a warehouse, uh, to your point uh, about the impatience of our of our consumers today, uh, it is an Amazon world, and and everybody wants to be able to know at the touch of a button where's my package, and that includes inside the warehouse as well as your UPS truck or your Amazon delivery truck. So we 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 see that and sense that uh, in our business every day, every day. So a long time ago, we wrote an editorial uh, about the world becoming a warehouse. I think what you've just said is that lift trucks play a role in making the world a warehouse. I would agree, I would agree. There, the lift truck is, has a, has a well-known role, and that is to go to a, a, a aisle or to go to a row or a bin and do a pick and take that to the dock and out it goes. But you have trucks today that as they're moving through the warehouse, they have onboard sensors that can actually do inventory counts as they're working through the warehouse. So, so you've got an, an, another value to that lift truck as it, as it works its way through the warehouse. The systems that are on the trucks today are so complex that you no longer have a truck go out full and come back empty. It will route the truck to the nearest job to get something on the forks so it's carrying something and it's being productive. Uh, and the warehouse system and the truck and the end user are, no, are now so interwoven uh, that the lift truck has matured beyond a role of a burden carrier within a warehouse. You know, that's an amazing concept and, and it just uh, clicked for me. I mean, we talk about creating uh, inventory, for example, with trucking capacity, uh, either truckload or LTL, because we're using technology to, to uh, reduce empty backhauls uh, right. and, and max cube right. uh, by doing many of those right. things. I think what you've just said is that inside the warehouse with the proper lift equipment, you can do the same thing. Right. You're, you're actually uh, creating more inventory in, of, of capacity for lift truck operations. Right. Your, your efficiencies go up, your turns go up, uh, you don't lose inventory like you used to. Um, all of this falls on the back of a, of a, of a qualified dealer 
uh, or, or OEM partner that goes in and surveys the application right and ensures you've got the right technology and the right equipment. And when you marry all of that up, um, you know, what started out as an internal combustion lift truck, you know, 100 years ago has now morphed itself into a, a high performance asset that you can find inside a warehouse environment. And, uh, you know, in the 20 years that I've done it, it it's, it's just, it's incredible the change we've seen. I'll give you an interesting statistic. Um, the Industrial Truck Association, of which there are 22, 23 member companies here in the, in the uh, North American market, we track orders and ships by type, by class, by capacity. But for the purposes of this conversation, it, it's about 65, 66% of the product that is ordered in North America today is electric. And that is heavily driven by your Amazon uh, analogy that you used earlier. Or, or it, I don't want to stick just to that brand, but warehousing in general, uh, the demand for electric products to be inside a warehouse, to be able to have high throughput, high accuracy, no downtime, uh, electric trucks have clearly become a, a, a choice for that. There's still a great place for internal combustion trucks in the North American market, but when you get inside a warehouse, that's, that's typically where the electrics excel. So you mentioned, uh, and I'm going to see if I can put you on the spot here a little bit, Scott, that when you have your uh, centennial celebration in May, that you might have some new product releases. Uh, I don't want to have uh, any stolen thunder here, but can you just give our uh, listeners and readers an idea as to what might be coming down the track? I can tell you that um, there's a segment of the North American population that um, really looks for rental trucks. Uh, and they do not have to be high-end, fully featured trucks. We have some products coming out that will be aimed at those particular uh, customer segments. So it is not on the high end, but it is not a used truck type. This will be a, a value-added type of product that we'll be bringing to the U.S. market. Interesting. Are you you're going to be the Uber of, of lift trucks? No, 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 no. <laughs> but well said, but no. And then in, uh, in, uh, in a couple of weeks here, as we approach uh, May 17th, our, our 100th uh, birthday, we will introduce to the North American market a new premium product. Uh, it will be an internal combustion product for high cycle, heavy duty application, just about every option that one could think of, uh, different fuel types, different upright configurations, and that will become uh, our premium uh, internal combustion truck as we, as we move forward into 2018. So we're, we're very excited about Clark. It's, uh, it's a great company, like I say, 100 years old, and uh, we've got a great set of dealers that work for us. We're very, very proud of them. We're privately held, and, uh, and our company has prospered for 100 years, and we see another, another 100 in front of us, and it all looks good. Well, that's great, Scott. We appreciate you taking the time to, uh, uh, to sit with us, and uh, we'll check back with you in another 100 years to see how you're doing. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, now, if our readers and listeners wanted to find out more about Clark products, where would they go? They would go to www.clarkmhc.com. Thank you. Thank you again, Scott. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game.
The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. All of these links will be available in the show notes. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.